and pops is my dad frank Beccarello. thanks sweetie and thank you for tuning into episode 126 of spinning my dad's vinyl here's a trumpeter we heard before on this show back in the first season he's a lesser known musician from that era mostly because of some of the big names he played around but he still had what's considered a very successful career so get ready to hear music listed as recorded at a New York City restaurant and nightclub, yet we hear no applause in Volume 126, Live, Jonah. Thank you. 
It's the Jonah Jones Quartet with It's All Right With Me, written by Cole Porter. Gee, didn't we hear that song to open up the last episode of this show? Okay, why this record for this episode? Well, I first discovered Jonah's work while featuring Dizzy Gillespie on a previous episode of Spinning My Dad's Vinyl and telling stories about the Cab Calloway Orchestra. He showed up in the interesting side note. Jonah was blamed for getting Diz fired from Cab's band. It was a fun story, so go back to listen to episode 38 when you get a chance. And although the album is titled Jonah Jones at the Embers, a nightclub his quartet played often, there doesn't seem to be any applause during or after the songs. Even the listing from Discogs.com mentioned, despite the title, this seems to be an album of studio recordings. So maybe I mistitled this episode based on the album title. Oh well, wouldn't be the first time that's happened. (laughs) I promise not to have the blues over it, but I am willing to learn. Thank you. 
Learning the Blues, written by Dolores Silver. Okay, let me tell you about my dad's vinyl I have chosen for this episode. The Jonah Jones Quartet, Jonah Jones at the Embers. It's on the Vic label, number LX1135. It's a vinyl LP mono reissue album format. was released in 1958. Its genre is jazz and its style is swing Dixieland. It was recorded February 14th and 29th. 1956. We'll hear six of the 11 songs on the album. The Jonah Jones Quartet was made up of John Brown on bass, Harold Austin on drums, George Rhodes on piano, and of course, Jonah Jones on trumpet. Now the liner notes written by Ben Kemper are extremely long, so I'll pull out a couple of paragraphs. Jonah Jones and his trumpet have been a phenomenon on the New York music scene at the famed Jazz Emporium, The Embers, where he and his group have been featured for a record-breaking run. The group went into The Embers on an off-day engagement. They ended up playing nightly for 14 weeks in a row, with return engagements scheduled for the next five years. Part of Jones's popularity with a Manhattan music camp stems from his Dixieland with a swing, part from his show music played with the beat, and part from his soft, muted trumpet technique, which champions a let-him-talk policy while providing a musically arresting background for listeners and talkers alike at the fabled Embers on New York's 54th Street East. Jonah prefers performing with a small group to anything he has ever done. It gives him a chance to swing, to play the subtle, sophisticated medleys and rousing jump-style tunes in the way that he likes best. After more than two decades of seasoning, Jonah's diversified background now has crystallized into the finally mellow and subtly shaded musical expression contained in this album, Jonah Jones at The Embers. Okay, let's see what prices this record is being sold at on Discogs.com. $14 for the highest, $0.95 cents for the lowest, for a 347 average and 225 median. It was last sold on March 19, 2023, for $0.99. Cents. Because of the various release versions of this album, it was difficult to pin down a price on Amazon or eBay, so we'll go with the Discogs.com value, and I'll explain about all the different versions coming up in this episode's interesting side note. My dad's record is in fair condition. There's some loud crackles here and there, but nothing that takes away from the enjoyment of the music. For the most part, I was really pleased how well this record has weathered the years. The cover, on the other hand, <laughs> is in poor condition. A large slit along the spine will do that to a rating. Otherwise, the cover is actually fair. The cover still has a clean, close-up image of Jones blowing away. Uh, there is no address label, but the green magic marker is on the back. So I'll value my dad's vinyl at 50 cents. And now another popular Mercer number.
Something's Gotta Give, written by Johnny Mercer. Okay, time now to learn a little more about this great trumpet player. Robert Elliot Jonah Jones was born December 31, 1909 in Louisville, Kentucky. A talented and flashy trumpeter, Jonah Jones hit upon a formula in 1955 that made him a major attraction for a decade, playing concise versions of melodic swing standards and show tunes muted with a quartet. But although the non-jazz audience discovered Jones during the late 50s, he had already been a very vital trumpeter for two decades. Jones started out playing on a Mississippi riverboat in the 1920s. He freelanced in the Midwest, including with Horace Henderson, was briefly with Jimmy Lunsford in 1931, had an early stint with Stuff Smith from 32 to 34, and then spent time with Lil Armstrong's short-lived orchestra and the declining McKinney's Cotton Pickers. Jones became famous for his playing with Stuff Smith's Onyx Club Band from 1936 to 1940, recording many exciting solos. He gigged with Benny Carter and Fletcher Henderson and became a star soloist with Cab Calloway for 11 years from 1941 through 1952, staying with the singer even after his big band became a combo. Jones played Dixieland with Earl Hines from 52 to 53, toured Europe in 1954, including a brilliant recording session with Sidney Bechet, and then led his quartet at the Embers in 1955, hitting upon his very successful formula. His shuffle version of On the Street Where You Live was the first of many hits, and he recorded a long series of popular albums for Capitol during 1957 through 1963, switching to Decca for a few more quartet albums in 1965 through 1967. Jonah recorded a fine date with Earl Hines for Chiroscuro in 1972 and still played on an occasional basis in the 1980s and early 1990s. Shortly after he was inducted into the Big Band and Jazz Hall of Fame, Jonah Jones died April 30th, 2000, in New York City at the age of 90. Now a song that was written by more people than the rest of the songs on this episode put together.
Tin Roof Blues, written by Ben Pollock, George Brunies, Leon Rapolo, Mel Stitzel, and Paul Maris. Time now for this episode's interesting side note, and it has to do with the various versions of this album. The Jonah Jones Quartet album, Jonah Jones at the Embers, was recorded February 14th and 29th, 1956, and first released that year on Groove Record Label, whose parent was RCA Victor, label number LG1001. The second release was later in 1958 on Vic, which was an RCA subsidiary, label LX1135. That's the version we are hearing in this episode. Later, in 1959, this popular album was released at the RCA Victor label. However, upon further research, I noticed that this album was released 18 times until 1969 when Canada got its own release. Not only was it released on Groove, Vic, and RCA Victor, but just RCA, RCA Camden, and Mosaic Records as well. It was released in France, Spain, Germany, and Brazil. And not all of them had the same cover art. In fact, a couple of versions didn't even mention it was recorded at the Embers in their titles, but all of the songs were in exactly the same order. There were six completely different covers offered with the different releases of this album. And no matter how hard I searched the internet, I just couldn't find the story of why they're trying to pass off a studio album as a live album. We may never know. So it's time to ramble on. Thank you. 
Muskrat Ramble, written by Edward Ory and Ray Gilbert. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed bringing it to you. Jonah Jones certainly is unique in his style of playing and the path that led to his fame. I don't remember this record being played around the house when I was growing up. It was likely something my dad grabbed shortly after he graduated from high school. He was collecting a lot of albums from great trumpet players during those years, and he grabbed a couple from Jonah. And now, to finish the episode the way I like to finish my day, watching this. Thank you.
Sundown, written by Walter Donaldson. And there you have selections from an album that used the title to trick you to as how it was recorded. Well, at least I think so, anyway. So thanks for tuning in to Volume 126, Live Jonah, however you did. If you want more information about this show, head over to spinningmydadsvinyl.com. I'll be back next week with all my skips, scratches, and pops for Volume 127, Italian Favorites. Until then, go with the flow, my friends.